Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, this is Monique. And this is Sydney. And you're tuned into Monique and Sydney's Open, Open Relationship. Relationship. It's going to be the type of conversations that normally we're afraid to have out loud. Is it okay to be gay? Friends. How many of us have them? Mother and daughters. Is it always all bad? The mind's like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Well, good afternoon, everyone. Good morning, good evening, wherever you might be. And welcome to Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Mama. What what show is this? Is this like number 10? Don't get me lying. I know, like, it seemed like time was going so fast, like we just started. We did. We were just 14, and now we're 48. We were just 14, and now we're 48. And, well, like, that just put a big smile on my face, okay? Mm-hmm. Because that time went like that. It sure did. So today's show, we are discussing, are you in love with being in love? Are you? And what do we mean by that, Daddy? Are you in love with being in love? What does that mean? In your time, when you think about love, which oftentimes those who are in love with being in love happen to be in love with love the most when they're not in love. So are you love in love with being in love goes to those especially, especially who at the present time or in those interim times when they're not in love are in love with the most or in love with being in love the most. But the moment they seem to get with someone that they could love, they end up not even liking them. <laughs> Does that make sense? I'll say it again. Okay, then. Are you in love with being in love? How many individuals out there do you know that have fantasies about being in love? And for whatever reason, the moment you're with someone you can be in love with, something goes wrong when you end up not even liking them. Yes. And all of the things that you romanticized and fantasized about to make a relationship lovely don't go into effect when you're now with someone who you could be in love with. What are the reasons for that? Does it have anything to do with you? Or is it just what it is? But are we more in love with being in love than we are with doing the things so that we can actually be in love once we find someone that we could potentially be in love with? I can't say it again twice. (laughs) Are you in love with being in love? Like, now I understand what being in love is. Mm -hmm. But this is the first time I've understood it. But I can remember saying in so many different situations, I'm in love. You know, but not even understanding what it was that I was saying. So I, I really think that we... We do fantasize about what we think being in love is supposed to be. I believe you're right. Now, see, 
I can't tell you about a lot of situations that I've said I've been in love. No, I've only you, said no. I've only said that I was in love with you. You can look at me for ten minutes smiling if you like, but, but this doesn't play well over the air. You know, it's like, but <laughs> oh, it doesn't make. No, it's like <laughs> right. <laughs> Like that put a that put a tenth grade smile on my face so big. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, you're the only person that I've ever been in love with to understand it, to understand it, mm-hmm. but not the first person I've ever said that I'm in love with because I was, I was in love with the fantasy of what that was, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of us deal with. You know, we get caught up in the fantasy of what we think love is supposed to be. But why? Is it because we read a lot of fairy tales? I I think that potentially in people's hearts, they have this need and desire to be whatever that mystical thing is and love means to each individual to be in that place because that's as close as one could think from a romantic standpoint of being in an emotional state of utopia. You know, you're in love. There are unicorns that are walking by. Is that a rainbow over there <laughs> with comets streaming from them? You know, violins are playing. Are those rose petals that no. are just falling from the sky upon thee? You know, so it's like that's being in love. Is that? person running in slow motion towards me as their hair just flies in the wind. Uh-oh. It wasn't sewed <laughs> on tight enough. <laughs> Did you say uh-oh? Uh-oh. Okay. It wasn't sewn on tight enough, so it flew off. But when you're in love, it doesn't matter. But how do you know? Okay. How do you know? And this is a question to our Periscope babies and to you, Daddy, and to you, Tommy. How do you know? Like, how did you know when you were in love? When did it, when did that thing click? Or when did the boom go? And it's like, okay, so this is what this is. Like, how do we know? How do we know when that moment? Well, I think it would only I'm be I'm going to need right. you to stop talking like Joe Austin because. I, I think it would only be right. You are fucking with me and I'm I, not. I think it would only be right if you, being that you've been in love so many times. Oh, <laughs> no. No. How were you able to distinguish what it was that made you in love versus not being love. What could this potentially be another delusional state of being in love no, that you were? No. Was it that? Right. I asked the question first, baby. Okay. I asked it. I'll be more than glad to answer, but I was talking. I want to share. Come on. Go ahead. You, you're you there, Tommy. What was it? Have you had your experience that you want to share? Oh, everyone's running away. Well, no, I'm I'm not running because okay. I and I say I'm not qualified because I don't I don't think I I don't every time I think I've experienced it, I 
I had to press delete on some things and relearn. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going into another phase of even working with myself. So I don't, I haven't I haven't been in love. Mm-hmm. Now I've been in lust. That's right. Okay. And I've been <laughs> in a lot of other things, but I got some new toys <laughs> to playing with right now. That's what's so, up. I'm just, <laughs> so I'm just anxious to get out there and start playing with it. So I hope I don't confuse some things <laughs> with these new instructions. Yes. That's you right. know, because I'm on excitement right now. So because gotcha. <laughs> I got some new stuff I'm working with. That's it. So yes. I'm not I'm not really qualified to give that answer, but I'm sitting here with my pen and notepad. And I'm waiting to hear, you know, teacher. <laughs> well, from from my experiences, being in love is when you're with someone that despite whatever difficulties that you may be experiencing, whatever trials, tribulations, and challenges, what you're not thinking about is walking away. You're thinking mm-hmm. about walking through it, around it, or whatever it takes to work it out because you know based upon the situation that you're in that there's no one that could compare or you want to be in this life with working through the challenge because you're going to have challenges whether you're with someone or whether you're alone. Mm -hmm. But when you are with someone that you say, and as the term equally yoked in a sense of Whatever fits for you, where you may be strong, that person may have challenges, where you have challenges, that person is strong, where you have strengths, you may be strong together, where you have weaknesses, you may be weak together, to become strong together. But you're not thinking that there's something better out for you, Mm -hmm. despite the challenges that you may be going through in real time. Mm -hmm. And you agree with that, even in retrospect. Mm -hmm. So... You can go through it while you're going through it, you feel that way. And then after it's over and you've seen, as they say, you can't have a testimony unless you've been tested. Mm -hmm. So when you're tested with that individual and you've gone through the challenges with that individual and not just challenges that you have as a couple amongst yourselves, but the challenges that the outside world will impose upon you because they ain't got nothing else to do. (laughs) (laughs) But challenge you, and it's not personal, it's whoever walks in their way, they're just trying to win. Mm -hmm. And if it's at your expense, well, so be it. But when you do that with someone and you overcome those challenges, and in our situation, you've had 30-some-odd years together as friends, and regardless of being um, husband and wife, the friendship— has gotten us through tough times. Mm -hmm. So people are under the impression that to have a successful relationship, that means it's always right. Nah, there's a lot of stuff that has to go wrong in order for you to understand and appreciate what's right. Because if you have, you know, always had food, how do you know about the tough times to even appreciate it? It becomes something that you've always had and you underappreciate. So for me, um, knowing you're in love because I've been the type of person and, you know, when you're with someone that you've known that long, they know the people that you've dealt with. I'm one of those type of cats that we ain't going to fuss and fight, but I already know this ain't happening. <laughs> 
this is not happening. And who I don't have the right to change you from being who you are and vice versa. So we might as well here shake hands and part as friends and shit. You don't need to throw that. <laughs> but wait a minute. But wait a minute. Why was you having a conversation with whomever you was having with Ryan shit? Like, it's like this has come to an end. Because that's where I was. That's where I was with it. I got in the character right there. <laughs> so if y'all are just joining us, we are talking about are you in love with being in love? With our folks. Oh, my goodness, Daddy. Thing. They're saying so much, and it's going so fast. We all get old, and our body and mind changes. Important to generally like the person and their company. Yes. Yes. What, Daddy? Nothing. I'm listening to you read what you When you read. say turn the phone, baby, I don't know how you want us to turn the phone. You know, I, when you say when did I know? Um... Wow, to to pinpoint it. And I didn't say it. You said it. That when do you know? No, I know that. And then you said, well, since. Because you said you had them boom, bam moments. What was your boom, bam moment? I've had so many. Like, oh. I've, I've had so many boom, bam moments with you. I think when I knew, and this is going to sound crazy. One of the things when I knew that this was real, that this was true, I changed my social security card. In all of my marriages, I never changed it. I was Monique Imes and had my number. And it was like, there's no need for me to change it. But with you and I, I changed it. I no longer wanted to be attached to Monique Imes. I wanted to be Monique Hicks. And I think that that with so many other moments that we've had, I remember being in the hospital um, before we had the boys, and this was getting critical. It was, you know, mm-hmm. it was I was on bed rest. I couldn't do nothing. And, and one of the nurses, I don't know why she wasn't friendly, but she just wasn't. She wasn't the friendliest. She wasn't. Okay? And... I couldn't get out of the bed, so everything I had to do, I had to do in the bed. I had to go to the bathroom, everything in the bed. And this one particular day, she had to come in and clean me, and I just felt like like she's not doing me right. And when you're pregnant like that, you know, nothing can go wrong because if so, infection can set in. There was so many just different things that could have gone wrong. And then you asked your mom. And, and then I asked my mom, and she didn't clean me right either. <laughs> They wanted me to be a dirty ass that day. No one wanted to clean me. Damn. So here comes, at the time, my fiancé. He's not even my husband. And when he came in, I said, Sid, I said, I, I don't think they cleaned me good. And would you mind just making sure I'm okay? And my fiancé. My best friend made sure I was okay. He cleaned me thoroughly as if I was a baby. So I think it was just so many moments that when I put them all together, it's like, wow, I've never experienced, I've never experienced another human being like that. Like I've never experienced someone 
that can love me when I'm unlovable. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And y'all, I can be unlovable. Oh, shit. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So we're back to are you in love with being in love? And if you are, why? And if you are not and or can find a way to how do we transition being in love with being in love to being in love with with, with the individual that we now have, have to love us and to be in love with as opposed to being in love with an idea mm. you're now in love with the, an actual person and have that reciprocated back i think that's where the challenge comes in though mm-hmm. you know when now you got to put it in the work now you got to Put it into action, and it's like, well, do I got to put it into action every day? Yeah. And I think that can be challenging. You know, someone just put on Periscope, I've never been in love before. I've only been in love with God. Okay, well, can I say this? Say it. <laughs> Church <laughs> fucked me up. Mm. It, it, it literally, it fucked me up. Because it, it made me believe that I was supposed to believe, be in love with this mystical being that will never challenge me, never test me, never come and, you know, just it, it, it was, it painted this picture to me and told me that this is what I'm supposed to be going out and search for. Mm. It's supposed to be like Jesus. And I, I had this picture for a long time because that's I was I was raised in church, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and when I left home, I was looking for Jesus. And when oh. she says raised in church, meaning her bed was the pew. Yeah, it, <laughs> was, like, it was. So I was raised <laughs> inside the building. I was right? raised there. Right. We went every day. Okay, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, and I think and. Yeah, I, I think when it comes to that, too, when people say, well, I'm in love with Jesus, and that put a lot of pressure on a man to be in a relationship just with a man. Because it's like, listen, bitch, I'm not I'm not that. I'm not turning no water into wine. I'm not walking across <laughs> it. I'm not doing none of that shit. I'm just a man. But I think that those two are different kind of things that we bring in it as what we think or how we think we're supposed to love. And. If a person is in love with God or in love with Jesus, as they say, um, I can't knock them if that's what they feel. However, one would say, what is the physical interaction that you have? And there's a level of, as you just kind of were stating, challenge that you don't have from a person that is or entity that's on your side in the manner that you were with a real individual. And those same individuals that I found who have said that God is my man, pardon me, there's a level of rigidity to them. They're rigid in their thinking. Now, this is not all. I'm just the, the individuals that I've encountered that was almost unreal. Their expectations seem to be like, the things that you want and you're expecting from that higher being, it would almost have to be an invisible friend that you never met because the moment you meet someone, they're going to let you down. Mm-hmm. 
And if your standards is that you're in love with that God, that's why I can't find a man or Mm -hmm. it's like it's almost like being a regular Joe and somebody say I'm dating Prince. Ain't nobody going to try to holler at you if you dating Prince. Ain't nobody going to holler at you. Prince got too much tricks, things. Ow! He can play music, dance. You know he nasty. I ain't even going to try to holler at her. Because that's, that's Prince's girl. I can't compete with Prince. He could cook pancakes, too. You saw what Charlie Murphy said. I play basketball. I'm not. Come on. Mm-mm. So it's almost Uh-oh. like the standards are raised in such a way where you're like, okay, you have at it. But it's easier, again, to be in love with an ideology, uh, a thought of what it is than when you're actually putting it in a plan you're dealing with a human being. And the same love that people have for that higher being, they don't have to exhibit any patience for God, you know, really, unless something happens bad and then they blaming God and they say, now I gave you my problems, why are you you know, seemingly giving them back. And it's like, because if we all are, I guess, children of God, mm-hmm. it's the equivalent of someone saying, whoever is your mother is your mother, and whoever is your father is your father, which means that their DNA is inside of you. So that means that that God would be inside of you. So to be in love with God, to be to a degree, is to be in love with yourself, because you have that allegedly God particle. God, for me, sometimes is giver of DNA. That's what the acronyms G-O-D would stand for for me, giver of DNA. The very DNA that you have was given to you by alleged higher beings. So it's almost the equivalent of saying, how do we take that and then give that to our brethren, our sisters, who will one day potentially be our mates, and exhibit that love towards them as opposed to an ideology. Someone just uh, said on Periscope, what are we talking about? We are talking about, are you in love with being in love? And here's one way I think that, too, you can almost test yourself. If Monday you meet someone and come Tuesday they are the one, this is it. This is and you call your girlfriend up and you be like, I'm telling you, I never felt no way about no man the way I feel about this. This is it. And you're like, okay, girl, I'm happy for you. Then 30 days go by. And she call you back and say, girl, he won shit. That didn't work out. But then two weeks go by and you get a call again. And she says, baby, this one right here. This one. I'm trying to tell you, baby, this one right here. Oh, and my kids. Yeah. They think he the best, <laughs> honey. They round here. They are loving up on Mr. Sean. Then you get a call back from your girlfriend about three weeks later, and she said, girl, he wasn't shit either. You'd be like, all right, then, all right. And then about three months go by, and here comes another call. And she says, bitch, I know I told you about the other two, but this one right here is it. And really, it wasn't the other two. It was the other ten she just forgot about last yeah. year. Okay. The year before that. Right. That's when you know that, or you may be that type of person that's in love with being in love and not so much with really being in love. Remember Miss Linda out in L.A.? I remember, you know what I'm talking about, Miss no. Linda? Miss Linda, I'm the producer lady out in L.A. That had the small bush. And when you first came out to L.A.? Oh. Miss Linda, right? Yes, ma'am. Sweet woman, right? 
And you think about what people say to you in hindsight, and it's like, well, what did that really mean? And I remember one time she said to me when she saw me, and I don't remember who I was with, she said one thing about you. <laughs> you always got a man. I was like, well, shit. Now, once I, when you think about that down the road, you're like, well, what was she really trying to say? But I think I was one of those women that just didn't want to be alone mm -hmm. and enjoyed the fantasy of believing what it could be but understood the reality of what it wasn't but most times wouldn't say out loud what it wasn't because I was enjoying the fantasy of it. Absolutely, absolutely. And what happens is there's a lot of people that are listening to hear that name was like, well, that's expected. You're a big black woman. Mm. So why would you not have trouble uh, being with somebody? And why would you not want to have someone all the time? That's indicative of what we've seen. That was Nikki Parker. That's who you are. Mm. Well, that makes sense. Not realizing that it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what complexion you are. If you talk to a lot of men, if you talk to a lot of ladies, I just happen to have heard more so from a lot of ladies because men typically that I run into are not necessarily looking to be in love. They're looking to be in like, and they like to be in love with multiple women at a time where it's not really about love. It's about um, sex. You know, but this is not all. But I more so hear women saying they want to be involved with someone who is special. So it's like, but then when they get involved with someone special, they're just details that they have to have in place that, and it's a level of flexibility that either they have not enough or way too much, you know, as opposed to the balance like, Flexibility, like, look, don't you know he be smoking crack all the time? Girl, you listen. You always talking negative about somebody. Yeah, he smoke crack every once in a while, but he go to work, though. But his teeth are falling out from smoking it. That's why he got that dental plan. I put him on. I got that Aetna. I got him on there. We good to go. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. But he be stealing your things from it. He needs those things in order to get what he has to have. There's a level of over flexibility that may be had there in order just to be in love because now your home is naked okay and so are you <laughs> you know and now he's gone okay it's too flexible and then there's those individual like he grind his teeth at night i can't be with his ass but does he treat you well yes but do you know what it's like to sleep with somebody that just grind his teeth like i'm surprised he can still eat like how do you chew? You don't. It should be worn away. It's like a level of inflexibility. So it's finding that balance so that it's not always a new person that you're in love with. And realistically, just like friendship, how do you call somebody your friend that you've not gone through any hard times with? How do you call someone, how do you say you're in love with someone when you don't know what it is to go through a struggle or struggles with them and y'all came through it together? That's where you're in love. But he tore that ass up last night. He rubbed your head. He told you everything. He gave you some scrimps, steaks, all of that. He got a nice core and everything. I'm in love, girl. He treat me good. Took me shopping and everything. Well, that's beautiful. 
What have y'all gone through together? Nothing. That's why I love them. Like, you got to go through some things in order to really understand what it is. What are we going to say to our folks at Periscope? Because they've been with us for a little bit. We're going to say to all of our babies to Periscope, but they have so much to say there. That's what did they, what they say? Well, we got to tune in because we got to get them to go to us when we come up. Next week, we love them. We want to spend the whole time now. Regina Fang said it's going to help our podcast. So we have to sign off right now, my babies, because we do want y'all to listen to the show Monday and pass the word around. And this show is Are You In Love With Being In Love? And I know a whole lot of y'all in this room right now that's listening to us, you sit in that seat. And it's not judgmental because I've sat in that seat before, just wanting, to, just wanting that feeling of, you know, that, that feel-good feeling. So make sure you tune in Monday for the rest of the show, Monday 1 o'clock, Eastern Standard Time, for all you babies out Nine there. Not 1 o'clock. It's going to be available midnight wherever you are by midnight, from my understanding. By, why, why you got to do your face? By like? midnight, because I want to just get it right. By midnight, wherever you are, I believe it will be available. But just try it first thing in the morning. First thing, Monday morning, baby, you can listen to the rest of the show and listen to all the shows. Because, again, like I tell y'all, even though I'm sitting right here in it, when I play them back, I still take something from it as if I was not even sitting here. And as we leave out right now, somebody put women are just nasty. (laughs) They can be. But so can the fellas. And you know what? Sometimes you have to say, I like them just that way. Oh. Why not? Yes. Hey, we love you guys. See y'all soon. See you soon, babies. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Got it, Daddy. That is. No, I didn't, Daddy. All right, well. Oh, Daddy. Let Tommy do it then, baby. So, there we have it. There we have it. Are you in love with being in love? And you know what, too? I don't think it's... I don't think it's not even so much a woman thing either, either, because there are some men out there that go from one relationship to the next. No doubt. Wanting to be. Is it in love or just wanting to be loved? Um, I don't know. I mean, some in love, some they want to love some, you know, whatever. But. There's always that, you know, everyone has that friend that they're in a relationship and then you hear them saying things as to why that person and them didn't work out and you just like, what's wrong with you? What, what's wrong with you? And, you know, you have those friends that will be talking to you and they say, well, she mad at me. Because she found out that I was messing with this other girl that lived on her street. And, you know, she know I love her, but she tripping. Well, how would you feel based upon what your relationship is? Have y'all established that level of openness in your relationship? Nah, because I kill her ass if I found out <laughs> she was messing with somebody else. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So... People can always point to what the problem is with someone else, but it's hard for them to see where they may be the problem in that relationship, though they love being in love and 
hugged up and cuddled up. Love the people is like, you know, it's all perception. You know, what is success to you? They say if you ask 100 people what success is to them, you'll get 100 different answers. But if you ask them what's failure, everyone will relatively say one's inability to reach their goal. When you ask someone what does love mean to them, you know, you can get a million different answers. You see people, they think in love is taking pictures and y'all go to King's Dominion with the same outfit on. But you're not even going to bring up King's Dominion. I'm going to bring it up. You got to tell the world what King's Dominion King's is. Dominion, Everybody don't know about King's, King's Dominion. King's Dominion is a park, a uh, amusement park in Richmond, Virginia. That's where we would go. That's when you did it up when you was a kid. You go to King's Dominion, you did it up. That's like that's like uh, 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 Disneyland, Disney World. When you ain't got it like that. They had the rebel yelling King's Dominion, right? That's what they had. All right, That's what they had. But that's love to some folks, you know. And the tangible things they construe to be love, but love is filled with a lot of the intangibles, the things that you can't touch. Nothing dealing with a, a gift from, you know, Gucci as much as, it's the gift that you showed up and we just were able to have conversation in during someone's tough time. You just listened. You didn't say a word, which is why a lot of times, especially amongst men and women, there's a difficulty that may transpire because women who are girlfriends, they have a tendency, girl, this will happen to me. And the other one will just listen and listen and listen. And listen, it's as if it's a song that just keep on going and they listen to. Whereas men, they listen long enough to understand where the difficulty is and then they come up with a solution. And y'all looking like, we ain't trying to solve this shit. We just trying to have a goddamn conversation about it. I'm trying to fix this shit right now. I need to marinate and lay in the squalor of this problem. And you talking to individuals that are programmed to we don't have an opportunity to lay in the squalor of our problems because we have to be ready for the next moment. So we must solve them because, again, just from school standpoint, how many problems were you given? How many equations were you given to solve and you and your girlfriends weren't supposed to solve it? Y'all just talk about it. Let's just discuss what A squared plus B squared plus C squared equals. You know, what is that? Let's discuss it. No, you had to solve the shit. So there's no difference between those concerns. So when you are dealing with two people and you're trying to figure out certain things that can create difficulties, then if you're unable to work them out, Once again, you were in love with being in love, but not so much in love with being in love that you were willing to love this person through the situation. I got to go. okay? I got to go. And it ended almost before it started. Mm. Mm. And, And, you know, Daddy, I think that, though, comes from us wanting the fantasy. And as soon as it's no longer the fantasy, we don't know what to do with it. You know what to do. You go. Right. 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 We know to run. <laughs> we know to, you know what? This is it. Shit. This wasn't part of the fairy tale. Uh-uh. 
Like this one, they woke her ass up and they live happily ever after. They didn't say that the day after they woke her ass up, there might be a problem. That's that. That's not part of it, okay? That's like when I was taking kickboxing. I was doing real good till that bitch kicked me back. That's not part of this, okay? I, I was doing good. Right. I'm like, I can really fight till her ass kicked me. I don't right. want to play this game that's no more. That's what Mike Tyson said. He says, everybody got a plan until you get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> then all that shit go out the window, day. He said everybody got a plan on how they gonna beat their opponent till they get punched right in the face. Now, where's that plan at? Out the window. But I think though that we still can live in fairy tale. I think that that's possible. Absolutely. If we allow it to happen, we have to allow it to happen. But how do you allow yeah, it to happen? Of to free yourself to allow the happiness to come in and the love to come in. I think that's how we allow it to happen, you know. I remember Sis saying to me years ago, years ago, and I thought he was crazy. He was like, do you know every day could be a great day? I was like, "This is no way, Like, because you've always heard every day won't be a good day. <laughs> like, you know, you've always heard that. Listen, every day ain't going to be peaches and cream. Right. Then you got somebody coming and saying every day can be peaches and cream. Mm. And you're like, well, how? And he's like, well, you have to allow it to be. And I think that's the, that's the most complicated thing is just allowing it to be. Well, I think in just saying and just allowing it to be is kind of like that magical dust without details. It's like not just allowing it to be but it's to research what it is that you think that makes this a bad day. Mm. What, 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 what made today a bad day? Your, your uncle died today. Now it's a bad day. But he was dealing with cancer for a year and a half. Is he in pain anymore? And if you believe that when one is gone that they're freed up from that pain and you believe that there's a better place from here after here, is it really a bad day or could it be a great moment transpiring for your uncle right now? What that child just died, that child that just died is a child. So it has a great deal of significance. But if you say to yourself that child's purpose, if you believe in that higher being or the universe was only to be here for a moment to maybe tell you to value what it is that you have, because it's on to send a message somewhere else. So it's almost one of those things that the tsunami that took place that killed many lives, what's positive about that? The act itself may not seem positive, but for those who look on, say, but I've been given the gift of another day. So you have to find ways to understand and, and believe that as long as you're still cognizant, as long as you're still aware, as long as there's still life inside of you, there is a positive moment. And the moment that there is no more life in you on this realm, another world of positivity is open to you because you no, have, no longer have to deal with the ridiculousness. Here you're graduating to another place, open to another experience. So there's always positivity. Our life is filled with positivity. The proverbial death, which is really no death. It's just life on a different plane, if you believe it. It's all surrounded by positivity. It's only as heavy as you make it. What is positive to you may be negative to someone else. 
but it's proof that it's not definitive as the grass is green. It's just how do you perceive it? So how are we using our minds to perceive certain things, which bring us back to why we are so much in love with being in love, because our mind is more comfortable with fantasy oftentimes than the reality of the work that it takes to put us in love with someone. It takes work. It's, it's, it's hard. And it's okay to say that being in love and finding someone that you love is hard. We want to make it sound like, no, it's easy. Losing weight is easy. Mm. Just try these two pills. Well, it's hard on your liver, <laughs> okay? <Yeah. laughs> it's hard on your kidneys. You're going to bleed from yeah, your ass. Yes. Things like that. So to have a positive outlook on love, yes. to have a positive outlook on life, it's hard. Like going to the gym and lifting weights. The stronger you get when you first go to the gym and you're struggling with certain amounts of weight that you think that is impossible that I'll ever get to this weight, but you kept going consistently. Now what was once heavy for you is now light. The same way you can build up muscle memory with your physical muscles is the way you can build up muscle memory with the spiritual muscles that you have, your intellectual muscles that you have, that you're able through repetition to retain uh, what you've learned in such a way that what was once a challenge to you, this is how I'm going to deal with it. Mm -hmm. I don't take offense to the fact that this person, Roberta, when she get drunk, she won't cuss me out because I know she's a drinker and she don't know how to hold a liquor. What I'm going to do is say, go ahead, get that cot out the back for her. Let her sleep. Don't get <laughs> take them keys from Roberta because you know she don't know how to act. But they're those who every time Roberta go down that road, it's, we know it's going to be a fight. Because Roberta and Vincent, gonna, they going to go at it. Because he don't know how to handle it when she get to drinking and shit. Okay? <laughs> but if he know that she going to drink and drink and drink, either cut her ass off or bring a cot over. Because <laughs> we're going to avoid this problem. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it, it's one of those things where we can't give the imagery that these things that we're talking about are easy. They're not. They're hard. They're challenging. We're here on this in this world to be obviously challenged because life is definitively not easy. But when we're able to own up to our weaknesses and you're open enough when you're with someone to share with them, honestly, listen, I'm challenged with this. And they say, I'm challenged with this. And you're in the midst of those challenges and you work through them. Then all of a sudden you saying shit to each other like, I ain't never been in love before. This is the first time I've ever been in love. I've said I've been in love before, mm -hmm. but I never really was. Mm -hmm. But did you ever really put the work in like you put in this situation? You're in the best shape of your life. Why? Because you just kept eating cookies and cakes and things like that. <laughs> cookies and cakes and things that people bake. Is that the reason why you're in the best shape of your life? Or yeah. did you have to go through some hard things? Yeah. So... That's what it is. And you know what, Daddy? I think also, too, we as just men and women that might be single parents, we got to be careful in us falling in love so quickly because it gets introduced to our children. And if this one didn't work, here comes another one. 
And we have to be careful of the message that we're giving to our children to what love is because it's just passed down. It's like, well, I saw mama, mama or daddy every so often. Here come a new one. Here come a new one. Here mm-hmm. come a new one. So I think it's something passed down. I think that that's something we should be conscious of and aware of because there was a time back in the day that I really wasn't. You know, whoever I liked, I liked. And, and I didn't consider Shalon. You know, I didn't consider Little Mark. I didn't, I didn't con- it was just what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something else that we have to really be careful with when thinking that we're in love. It's like, okay, give yourself a chance mm-hmm. to really find out mm-hmm. before you bring in this whole dynamic to your family and then it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I think that's something else we should really focus on when we say we're in love. Let you be in love, but don't force your in love on everybody else to be in love. And uh, and define what it is that before you, if you're not in a relationship, and if you are in a relationship, what is personally important in the relationship or the relationship to be that you think that would allow you to be in love with someone? And if you find yourself when you go through your whole list saying these are all the things that I would need from for them from them and you've got 10 things down you're already going in the wrong direction because you should be at the same time saying these are the things that I b- would be willing to give as well because mm-hmm. oftentimes we write in a list about what we would need to have and not think about what we're willing to give for what it is that we are expecting to get so we are culpable for all of the things all the relationships that work all of the relationships that did not work 50 percent responsible for the choice and saying yes i will and 50 percent responsible for saying i will not anymore unless you just was 100 percent, and it was like listen i still want to be with you well listen elroy this cannot work between us. These names. These names. They just that come to me. Come. They get channeled through the spirits. Roberta. Roberta. Like Roberta is a old back in the day, 1970s name. 70s. Elroy. Come right back to what? The early 50s? Hey. Come on now. The Jetsons even. Come God on. Damn it. Are you in love with being in love? And that's what we talked about today. And we really hope that With these conversations, you consider what's being said, because oftentimes I think we just react Mm -hmm. and we don't really think. I could be a reactor sometimes. Mm -hmm. Nuclear. Oh. Reactor. (laughs) That's it. it. Okay. For real, daddy. Mushroom cloud out this (laughs) motherfucker. Blow up. Wow. The Manhattan Project. No. Now, I could say volcanic. But I wouldn't say nuclear. Mount Vesuvius. Oh, that's the big one. That's the big one. <laughs> no, no, y'all. Baby, okay. what you expect? I'm you a little Sagittarian. Storm. Fire. I'm a little storm. Yeah. A little storm. Yeah. That's it. You can be. I could be a little storm. But see, here's the beautiful part, though. Oh. Here's the beautiful part. Is that in the spirit and heart of who you are when you evaluate it, when you can come back and say, you know what, I may have mishandled that situation. You can't do anything more than that because, again, which one of us are perfect? And the one thing that I've never, ever heard you say to me 
or anyone else, this bitch is perfect. I'm a perfect bitch out this motherfucker. And then you gave him the Wonder Woman pose with both of your hands on your waist, nigga. Bam. Bam. Now, did somebody out there listening said, did he just say nigga to his wife? That's how tight they are, okay? That's how tight. Never in the history of podcasts have you heard this type of language. Someone would say it's disrespectful. That is me talking to my best friend and my best friend how we talk to one another. But yes, I did. Yes. And that's what the show was about today. Are you in love with being in love? Or are you simply just in love? And when you're in love, you don't get offended so quickly. Oh, you know what it is. You can still get offended. You can. Okay. (laughs) I'm so sensitive, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, but that's but that's not you know. It's work. It, if you acknowledging it and you understand it, then you have the ability to work on it. Again, I think what resonates with you and people, and why folks love you in the way that they do, or those that don't like you, is because you always saying what is honest. And there are those people out there that when they hear honesty, it's like saying. Well, I don't like that explicit explicit language that is used, and it's direct. Well, is this language descriptive? Are you so, I don't know, gentle that you don't use it? Well, I cuss, but ain't nobody around. I wouldn't say that on the radio, but you use it in your private time, right? Well, yeah. Well, we're just saying we're just having private time. With thousands of listeners right now where they can, if this was church, Come on. which it is not, it would be called what? The Church of Real. The Church of Real. What? Where you can come as you are. Ain't nobody judging you. We got. Ain't nobody judging you. Come on. Come on. Daddy, you keep talking. Where the back. money, oh, that's what I'm saying. Where the money that we collecting, a this is not to get a jet. It's to keep the church real. doors open. It don't matter what you doing. It don't matter what you smoking. We gonna love you as you are. We gonna love you despite how you feel. And why is that? Because you entered into the Church of Real. Now you supposed to end it on the Church of Real. I brought it home. My eyes was closed, though, baby. I was in it. Your eyes was closed, but your ears was open. Okay. God damn it. The Church of Real. Yes, Daddy. Also known as. Also known as Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Get your shit together. Get it. We want to thank you all for joining us um, today. You know, and again, we hope that every single show, if it just helps one person, Take something away. We've done what we were supposed to do. Can I just say this? Yes, sir. I'm sick of that statement. If it could just help one person. Just fix it. Why can't sometimes we could just, if it could just help two people. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> if it could just help two people. Because, God damn it, we don't shoot. We shoot for the moon. We aiming low. If it could just help one person. Let's go for two. Let's go for two, Daddy. Okay. If it could help two people. Just two. Just two. We cool with it. We cool. We're enjoying this. Every week we come here. We enjoy it, and it really is very therapeutic. I, I will speak for me. It's very therapeutic for me. It is very therapeutic for me, even when 
sometimes I can be going to the left. I look forward to this because even in you and I just going back and forth in our conversation, I'm picking something up. Well, it's, it's definitely therapeutic for me as well to just be able to share and be able to have conversation and be able to receive because the individuals that chime in from Periscope, Tommy, Robin, yourself, Brother James right here on the engineering board, when you get to share those spirits and everybody chiming in, you've already won. In the words of Big Frida, you already know. We love Big Frida. Um, April, April 8th, April 9th, if you are in Perrysburg, Ohio, we will be at the Funny Bone Comedy Club. And May the 6th, pre-Mother's Day show, Harlem, New York, at the legendary Apollo Theater. So we want to thank each and every one of you for listening today. Again, baby, just keep your minds open. Where they tune into again? Podcast. What's the name of it? Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Podcast. <laughs> podcast. We're going to go out right, baby. You're going you gonna to give us the proper exit. Podcast. Tune in to Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. And remember, the mind is like a parachute. It's no good unless it's open. We love y'all. For free. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.